you want, son? This is my cane, this is my lane, get out of the way, what you want, hun? This ain't my babe, this is my cake, get out of my face, what you want, huh? This is my space, this is my page, get out of my ink, what you want, huh? This is my stage, this Hello is Hello everybody and welcome to the Spoiler the Warning Podcast. This is review number 233 with our review of This is the End. I'm Christopher Schneezy. I'm Carson Patrick. And if you're joining us for the first time, the Spoiler the Warning Podcast is a weekly film review program. Each week on the show, Carson Patrick and I are going to dive in, debate, discuss, and argue about film releases hitting a theater near you. Uh, each week, we're going to try to bring you as many episodes as we can. This week, we have this review of This Is The End, and also a review of the much-anticipated Man of Steel. Welcome back to the studio, Carson. I'm, I'm here, yes. You are in the flesh. Hopefully... I am I, in the flesh. Hopefully, I won't be communicating... Like, giving you my sickness that I've had for the last week. Now I'm shielding it with this brand new studio equipment. <laughs> you, got, you got a big ass shock mount ring and uh, and a pop filter that will hopefully stop all of the exactly. germs that are uh, communicating e- towards you. Every time I come back, there's something new. I, I try to do that. You know, I, I need to keep it fresh, keep all my guests, uh, you know, feeling... Yeah. Feeling uh, something or other. But next know. time I come, there'll be like wood floors, <laughs> like wood panels on the wall. Um, <laughs> it's completely soundproof now. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be nothing but echoey. It'll, <laughs> it'll sound like we're in a bathroom or something like that, um, which obviously wouldn't be too good. Yeah, it'd be like a full-on command center. Yeah, but you know, it, it, it could be um, that echoey sound might be better than the current state of my voice. Hopefully it isn't too grating for you guys listening out there. Um, I'm sorry, it's, I can't do anything about it. <laughs> <laughs> There's no unsick filter um, yet. But, but yeah, here is this is the end. Um, this is a film that this uh, is the end. I believe that we were both anticipating uh, a pretty pretty anticipatedly. I was anticipating it all up in this. <laughs> <laughs> all up in the scent um yeah i mean it, it's it's definitely exciting like i said before when we had a little discussion i'm still a little bit more i mean going into this movie i was still more excited to see uh the world's end right um, but uh i was definitely the more i saw the trailers getting excited for this thing for sure and uh it's finally upon us uh, it is a, the end is nigh th- thankfully it came out on a wednesday so that i could actually see both films this week before the weekend because uh, we got father's day um, happy Father's Day to all you fathers out there, by the way. Yeah. Um, so not th- not us. Yeah, not us that we know <laughs> of. <laughs> Steven has some illegitimate children, though. <laughs> that I know of. They're all they all work at Google. <laughs> <laughs> all those little nooglers. All those nooglers up in here. Uh, good eating times. all their bagels <laughs> for free and damn them yeah he's got one child for each of the free bagels that yeah Vince exactly they all get they all get seven each so there's 49 total free bagels and that's maths exactly <laughs> that's the extent of my math knowledge um but yeah what do you say uh we take a look at the trailer for this is the end and then let everybody know what we thought about this film all right Sam! <laughs> i have the best weekend ever planned james franco's having a giant party <laughs> This place is beautiful, man. This place is like a piece of me. You two just stepped inside me. You let us both come inside you. Yeah. Boom. Thanks, James Franco. Have you seen Michael Sarah tonight? What's up, Rihanna? Can't believe people still invite him places. Oh, 
Don't touch my bumper, yeah. bitch. It's a weird face. So hot. What the? F The sheriff's office is urging people to stay in their homes right now. Looting, rioting. For all we know, the Lakers could have just won, and that's the reason why all this is happening. I think it's the apocalypse. It's all in here. And he opened the bottomless pit. The sinkhole? Every single time I turn on the news, sinkhole in South America, a bunch of South Americans getting sucked into the ground. Sinkhole in my ass. Son, we should just stay in here, fortify this bitch, and take inventory of all the food we have. We got 12 bottles of water, 56 beers, Nutella, CT Crunch, a Milky Way. Can I have that Milky Way? No, you can't have the Milky Way. It's my special food. I like it. I want some of the Milky Way. I'd be pretty bummed if I don't at least get a bite of the Milky Way. What you want, son? This is my game. This is my lane. Get out of the way. What you want, hun? Watson showed up. Hermione just stole all of our shit. You know that's the jam you play in your new 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 ride. That's right. That's dude. all you put that's all you play I just driving around on, town. I just have that on repeat because that, <laughs> that's what I want, son. Just um, busting out the speakers. But yeah, here is This Is The End. Um, basically, we have uh, two good old pals. Uh, you know, Jay Baruchel's coming, coming to uh, hang out with his buddy, Seth Rogen, in California. And uh, they decide to go to a little party at James Franco's house. And while at this party, a bunch of crazy stuff starts happening. The end happens. And yes, the, this is the end. And it is happening. And really, everybody's freaking out. And uh, a couple of these uh, comedic actors playing themselves have to figure out a way to, to sur survive as you know the world is literally going to hell in a handbasket um so yeah carson why don't you go ahead and let us know what you thought of this film and let's try not to get too spoilery here because <laughs> i mean surprisingly or not i mean i know it's a comedy but i would say there's some pretty big spoileriness yeah, things yeah. that could be talked about in this film so basically all the stuff you see in the trailer is like in the first 20 minutes or so <laughs> like, yeah, yeah i mean th th like all they're showing you really are the jokes like so th yeah there are some jokes that can be spoiled but and there's the actually like this film actually has a legitimate plot to it so yeah it's not like oh let's just get all these guys together and like have them riff for two hours or whatever yeah, yeah. uh yeah no i was gonna say like what they're playing themselves because <laughs> like <laughs> i had no idea yeah. So for I, I was telling Carson before that this episode started recording that a guy in my theater, the the very first line uttered in this film is some random person in an airport yelling, "Look at Seth Rogen!" and a guy in my audience said, "Oh, he's playing himself," and had no clue <laughs> that all these characters. And then he proceeded to point all out all the quote cameos yes. that were taking place in this film because he had no idea what movie he was seeing yeah I, I, maybe he thought this was the world's end <laughs> I, I, I don't know i don't know but anyways what did you think of this film anyways Carson? i uh i love the shit out of this movie i i laughed extremely hard 
I think that uh, I would go as far as saying if a list, uh, a best of list for the like past decade, best of comedy list, uh, I think this would be on it. Uh, I think it's easily. I mean, it, it it really, it all comes down to is, like, do you enjoy these actors, their comedy? Uh, have you enjoyed their movies? I think if you flat out are just like, I don't like Seth Rogen or whoever in this cast, it's pretty much a guarantee that you might, you probably won't like this movie. Well, I, I think you'd literally have to hate everyone. Because, yeah. cause like, let, let's, say, let's say you hated Danny McBride. Yeah. There is an entire other cast yeah. here. So, like, even if you really hate his comedy and he's doing his, his like, his usual shtick, kind yeah. of shtick, like, that's not a problem because th- this is the There's equivalent. a wealth of goodness. Yeah, like, this is equivalent to, like, an all-star cast movie. Like, one of those other movies where there's, like, we're just going to throw everyone this, in them. This is, like, the Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy <laughs> I was going to say, comedies. it's like the Avengers of, like, modern comedians all together. <laughs> and they're all playing themselves. Yeah. And I don't it's just... I mean, to me, I see a movie like that. Like when people say, like, I don't like Seth Rogen. Like, I guess I can see that. But like, honestly, like I've always found the guy funny. Like, I don't know what. Like, yeah, like he plays himself in most of his roles. It's yeah. like I don't know. The dude makes me laugh. So like, he makes me laugh. That's all you really need. It's like, I think that's. I don't know where like, like haters gonna hate. I guess yeah. you know. And well, like, I think all the people who really hate him are just anti semites. I guess, yeah. <laughs> and people who all the people who hate Danny McBride are just uh, racist, <laughs> non rednecks. <laughs> because like I think Danny McBride, like anytime, especially when anytime like Danny McBride yells something, like when he escalates in him yeah. yelling lines, it's funny to me. I don't know why. Like it just is. I know some people. Like I was reading online. Like, this guy is just like, I don't find his shtick funny. And I'm just like, I don't know, because, like, I'll eat it up till, you know, he quits acting or whatever. Yeah. Till till this is the end. Yeah. Um. But I just think, like, the concept is funny. Like, the, getting all these guys together and, you know, it would have been, I think it, it might not have been as good. Obviously, it wouldn't have been as good. But, like, it would have been, like, probably pretty good enough if they got them all together to just do, like, a straight like apocalypse comedy even if they weren't playing themselves but the fact that they are playing themselves makes it there's an extra layer of hilarity because they're all just playing like the worst versions of themselves and they're going along with stuff that you're just like i it's it's just funny like how they they pit certain actors against each other like i like how they structured the movie like because it's based, you know, I think I, I think I mentioned when we were talking about the trailer, like it's based on the short film they did. Yeah. Jay and Seth versus the apocalypse. So I like that they made, uh, Seth Rogen and Jay Baruchel the main characters yeah. and that it's all based around, you know, him coming to visit Seth Rogen from Canada and like, Hey, like, I just want to hang out with you. Like, I don't really want to go to James Franco's party. Yeah. Like, I don't think he likes me and like, he doesn't think like any of his newer and LA friends, he doesn't think that they like him and he's like yeah. an outcast. So like that like whole dynamic is funny and like how they set up that like James Franco hates Danny McBride, <laughs> even though they've been in like a bunch of movies together. Like well, I think everybody hates Danny yeah. McBride. <laughs> yeah, like he's just playing like he's basically just playing Kenny Powers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I mean, specifically Franco has like big beef with him and the fact that like Jonah Hill is like trying to be like a ma- major suck up to Jay Baruchel and uh, like just all the character interaction, like that was like funny enough. And then they take it to the next level by, you know, 
you know, like as we saw, as people may or may not have seen in like the Red Band trailer where Danny McBride is just lacerating all of them, like, you know, that's the best performance you've given. You know, where the, where was that in Green Hornet and all the, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I'm pretty sure the Green Goblin can afford more food and, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. So, yeah, like you get all that stuff. And like, I honestly think it's just like, it's like a legit horror movie. Like, I think that there are like, it's exciting to watch at times. There are like the traditional horror beats and they all work um in humorous ways and it's just like it's exciting to watch there's real stakes like involved and there's like it's it's exciting in the fact that you're you're excited to see like what's coming next because you know the setup you know that like you know rihanna's gonna die and like all these random cameos from the trailer are pretty much gonna get off and we're gonna be left with our our main set of well, yeah i mean we have this huge yeah. party full of all these actors all like, of these actors tons of them tons that aren't even in the trailer like, yeah there's some good ones that show up and you're like oh that's funny and um but yeah like so beyond the like initial setup once they're trapped in the house and uh like that whole like whole dynamic like that that's fun to watch just for the fact that like like, what are they going to do next? Because, like, they talk about, like, what they think it is, and then yeah. stuff happens, it keeps escalating, you're just like, you know, how are they going to end this? And uh, I think they, they pull it off, like, pretty well. Like, I think this is up there with, I mean, in my opinion, this is, like, as good as, like, a Shaun of the Dead or something, like, in yeah. terms of, like, uh, parody of the genre as well as, like, embracing it and being, like, a legit genre movie yeah and also being really really funny like well uh, kind of it, it kind of the, almost isn't even parodying it it's just existing in it like yeah it's, just, it's almost like hey like let's take a movie like the mist and just have seth rogan yeah. and what, all what, his friends what if the mist was a comedy instead yeah. of being like a comedically <laughs> done horror film exactly, expiation yeah. expiation that's the only character they're missing well i guess jay baruchel is the closest thing to that yeah but uh yeah it, it's funny like with with this film Part of the reason I wasn't like super like I, I figured it would be funny, but like my problem in theory before going into the film was just that how could this film come to a conclusion? Like <laughs> I, I just like if you take a film like uh, I mean I'll just throw out a, a random one like uh, a due date, right? Yeah. Um. That right. Oh. That's the the one where they're the Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Um. So in due date. Their task is to drive across the country and arrive at a place before a certain event takes place, right? Yeah. Like, so you have a logically, no matter what happens on your journey, they can arrive at their final destination, and that gives you a an ending point. Like it, it gives yeah. you something to stop. Some comedies have this problem where like the premise might be really good and funny, but there's no like good way to bring the story to a conclusion. So they just like go, oh shit, it's been uh, 60 minutes or 90 minutes or whatever. Yeah. And they just go, oh, I guess we'll just like have the guys go, oh, well. Um, I mean, it's it's like uh, the Hangover Part Two, like when they're just like all, oh, it's been long enough. Now let's just remember yeah, now, where, now where we'll, he is. We'll figure out like where the kid is. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, uh, like even even partway through this movie, I was like, this is funny as hell. But there's no way this is going to end <laughs> in a way that will be gratifying to me at all. And you know what? Like, this movie is so much better than it deserves to be. Like <laughs> on paper, if you were like, yeah, like we made this like a funny little short film, and now we're just gonna throw a bunch of like hilarious comedy actors together have them play themselves and the world's ending at the same time yeah isn't that funny on paper i'm like this can't be a good movie like it's literally just guys doing their shtick and 
that there's not really going to be any substance to it. But like, it turns out to be a really well done, well crafted story, like a complete story arc that actually works on all facets. The effects, like some of the effects are cheesy, but some yeah. of the effects are legitimately good. Yeah, especially since this movie costs like thirty-two million dollars. Yeah, like like there there <laughs> there were some parts where like I there were definitely like a moment or two where I was like, okay, that's what I expect this to look like, and then there's a moment where I was like, holy shit, that thing looks amazing. Yeah, like, I mean, and, and and even in the parts where I was like, that looks pretty fake. It was funny because it just like it fit with like the kind of cheesy. Yeah, yeah, not the cheesy nature of the movie, but like. What when you see that the the kind of like the CGI that doesn't play as well like the the scene is funny and it, yeah, like, yeah. The, like when you see it you're like oh okay like it's just it's just it makes it funnier yeah like it doesn't bother me at all it's just like yeah it's I I think I was really just fully impressed on where the story in this film goes because I for one did not expect it at all like I I mean I. It wasn't even in the realm of possibility for my brain to yeah. process it in that way. It's not that it's like, it's not that it's like sneaky or tricky or surprising. It's just like I didn't, I just, I just didn't expect them to even try to do anything with the story. I just figured it was like, this is a premise, and then guys are gonna be like, yeah, ha, ha, isn't this awesome? And then at the end, like, I don't know, the smoke was gonna clear, and then it was <laughs> gonna, gonna turn gonna out be to saved. be, yeah, like so, you know, like I just figured like it was gonna be some really stupid thing, like. Maybe they were on a set and they didn't know it, or like you know, some really dumb yeah, way like, to. They like, they all woke up from a dream and was like, "Whoa!" Yeah, like that was some crazy mushrooms we did. <laughs> yeah. you know? like, I mean, that's that's totally what I expected from the film. Because I I I was just like, I don't know how they're gonna end this movie. Yeah, yeah, it, it it it's so like the fact that they actually tried and cleverly came up with a legitimate story for this, um, just really impressed me. And and it's as we said, it is funny as hell like this is a really funny um, movie just the, the scenarios um that they're that literally each of the funny in. as hell yeah because <laughs> <laughs> hell is has come on to earth <laughs> and like there, there there's uh it's just funny because like i don't know how much i mean obviously the, the actors are playing themselves but they're also playing caricatures of themselves yeah like jonah hill is is probably playing the most character e version yeah, of himself yeah. than everybody else but it just totally worked for me and i think just the interactions of of each person and just like who wants to be there and who doesn't and who's like freaked out <laughs> and who doesn't really get what's happening and i i just think it's really a fantastic movie i think they like the the caricatures and like how some people feel like they're more closer to their real life persona one of them would be james franco because i was reading that all of the props in the film are the actual props. Like that wasn't a joke. Like he actually kept, he actually keeps the props from his movies. Gotcha. So when they're like, Oh, we actually have the the actual camera from 127 hours. That yeah. was the actual camera. And like the actual, uh, the gun that he had from Flyboys and you know, yeah. th- that whole stuff. And the fact that he does his own art, like all that art in the movie was stuff that he painted. Nice. So it's just funny that like, yeah, like Franco would, do something i can see him doing something like that yeah yeah and like seth rogan like clearly the film was making fun of lots of the stuff that he's worked on and like yeah even the guy in the airport is like hey when are you gonna make movies that aren't the same <laughs> where you're character? not playing yourself yeah. <laughs> like, so i i think that like there was a lot of healthy um uh like ribbing of each other i mean obviously <laughs> they were pretty hard on uh um michael sarah <laughs> <laughs> michael sarah is probably 
the least like uh yeah. his his actual persona because they he's just playing essentially like a neil patrick harris in <laughs> harold and kumar movies you know i i was really happy with what they did with him though he, <laughs> he's like, probably like one funny. of the best cameos yeah yeah it was it was pretty spectacular him and another cameo that comes way later with danny mcbride <laughs> <laughs> dude I, I, as soon as that came up i was like dude carson's happy that <laughs> <laughs> was pretty funny uh uh yeah but like and and they set up the whole the whole joke for that like right in the beginning yeah yeah yeah. um and yeah it's just like all the all the cameos that they had uh early on were were pretty good and oh i know i was gonna say how uh jonah hill i like how he had the earring yeah and uh i guess in an interview he said that um he was at uh, some like dinner with the cast of Django Unchained, and he saw like Jamie Fox wearing an earring like that, and he's like, "Man, <laughs> like he looks so badass wearing that <laughs> earring. Like I would not look badass at all if I wore that." And then he was just like, "That's what I should wear." Nice. When I'm playing, you know, this alternate version. I thought like he like his character was like he had some of the funniest bits, like when he's praying and he's just like, "Hey, God, it's me, Jonah Hill from Moneyball." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just like he has a lot of good stuff, and, and then it leads to a, a pretty amazing uh, scene. Yeah, don't don't say anything yeah. about that. Better than a certain horror movie that came out earlier this year. Anyways, <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think one of the things too that I loved is that as as you said, you know that that one cameo that they actually like they lay the seeds for earlier on in the film. I love that, like, little jokes, like, even with the Milky Way candy bar, yeah. like, they'll bring them back later on, <laughs> not not necessarily in an important way, but they'll at least touch back on the fact that, like, that is a reference to... Yeah, like, it's not just there, because it's like, hey, we need some product placement, Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's just like, oh, we actually incorporated it into... They even did, like, the, with the Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Danny McBride's just like, I've been eating C- CT Crunch all day, <laughs> like, all week, my throat is so dry. <laughs> yeah oh but uh yeah i mean i i don't think we have much more to say without like spoiling too much things yeah other than like the actual ending of the movie is not only awesome but it is hilarious i mean like like literally the last scene the last scene of the movie not story-wise but just the last thing you see before the the last thing you see before the movie ends and how like everything resolves yeah it's pretty i think people will be satisfied yeah, I, I think you can't see that and not have fun with it. <laughs> and once again, it's a joke that's set up in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I think people know exactly where we're going to be going with this, but uh, why don't we just get to our verdict, Carson? If you were going to give this a must-see, a recommend with a caveat, a wait for rental, a pass with a caveat, or a must-avoid, where would you place it? I mean, I would have to give it a must-see for sure. Yeah, me too. I mean, it's it's obvious. This is I mean, this is the first com like if you've seen a comedy in the last several years, <laughs> and you've liked it, <laughs> then there will be something in this for you to uh, yeah. to enjoy. And and it's like it's legitimately funny and legitimately well thought out story that uh, I yeah, it, it's just impressive. It's definitely the funniest movie of this year. Like I don't think there'll be any other comedy. This year that will come close. Maybe the world's end. That's true. The we world's can only end. Hope. We can it's, only it's, hope. It's, it's only competition because that could be the same level of. Somebody's got to be doing double features of these two movies. Oh like, yeah, it's like the, the perfect year. double feature. 
Like, like, along with that Django Lincoln double feature. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like, like think of it like, you know, the, the, the British comedy yeah. and, and the American comedy slammed up back to back with world ending movies. Yeah. Um, I mean, they could also do that with like Shaun of the Dead and like Zombieland. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, like these two for sure, because they're both about yeah same premise. They almost. both have the, the end in the them. end in the title. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, there you have it. Two must-sees from Carson and I. Um, and uh, yeah, that's going to do it for this review. So Carson, if people want to find you throughout the week, where can they do that? Uh, you can find me at practicalcandy.wordpress.com, drinking out of this new mug. <laughs> people can find me over at christopherinreallife.com or twitter.com slash ChristopherIRL. You can find the podcast over at thespoilerwarning.com where you can get all the back episodes of the show, uh, including a review of Man of Steel, which will be coming up next in the feed. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter to figure out when these episodes go live at twitter.com slash warning or like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash warning. If you want to get a hold of us directly, you can send an email to fans at thespoilthewarning.com or call and leave us a voicemail at 760-575-4TSW. That's 760-575-4879. Uh, music for this episode, uh, if there's a soundtrack, will come from the soundtrack to uh, This is the End. There's some um, choice songs. Obviously, the yeah. trailers. <laughs> yeah, <the> trailers song. <laughs> if, if, there, if, if there isn't no, if, if there isn't no official soundtrack, uh, I'm definitely gonna have to play that. What you want, son? <laughs> and be... I think there definitely is a soundtrack. Okay, because cool. I, I looked it up. Okay. Sometimes though, like I'm just like clearly. Yeah. There should be a soundtrack, so but there's not. Whitney Houston on there. Um. But uh. Yeah. Um. Thank you for joining me, Carson. Ah, uh, yes. Thank you for having me. I was taking a drink of my drink. <laughs> and uh, thank you guys all for listening. We're going to go take off and, uh, you know, fly in this little ship over to another planet where we're going to grow up and try to inspire the human race to... Uh, Faster than a speeding bullet. Yeah. <laughs> stronger than a locomotive. <laughs> <laughs> et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and, uh, yeah truth justice in the american way right exactly so we will catch you with our mana steel review next see you guys